This is Matthew Wilmot, the mayor of Grumptown, and you're listening to the Little Geek Lost podcast. Now, how do I turn this kajigger off? Little Geek Lost. Little Geek Lost. Little Geek Lost. Everybody, Cyanide here from Little Geek Lost. Today I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm recording a podcast in my car in a parking lot of a grocery store where weirdos are looking at me funny because I decided to come here on my lunch hour to record. So today I'm doing something a little bit different. It's not very geeky oriented. Um, it's kind of just something that I thought it'd be fun to do for a podcast by myself since I'm doing something by myself, no guests. So I thought I'd do a podcast on the stories of my pets. So um, I'm going to start off with my first pet that I ever had. It was a dog, um, a standard poodle. Her name was Peaches. Her full name, because when they're purebreds, you have to give them a full um, purebred name. And her full purebred name was Peaches and Cream of All Joy. <laughs> and that's what my parents named her. My actual first words as a child was Chi-Chi, which meant Peaches, because <laughs> I pointed at her and she was sort of... My best friend played with her all the time. Um, used to dress her up. Uh, we'd go out in the winter, and she'd actually we'd actually put like full people-sized sweaters on her turtlenecks in the winter to keep her warm. And I remember joking around as a kid and putting my dad's underwear on her because who doesn't like to dress up their dog, right? Um, and there was one time when I was pretty young. I'd say maybe about eight or nine, maybe. I don't remember exactly, and she actually ate my whole Easter basket and pooped at all the tinfoil. So that was an adventure. Um, used to feed her peanuts and she used to just swallow them whole so then she'd go outside and poop them out whole so that was fun always finding little peanuts in the yard and I remember my mom saying once she actually ate a whole pair of pantyhose of my mom's and pooped them out whole so my parents had to sit there pulling the pantyhose out of the dog's butt as she pooped them out and that was uh, quite an adventure for them (laughs) pulling out poopy pantyhose from a dog well, we had her, we ended up getting another dog. Um, it was a toy poodle. Her name was Tammy. And her full name was Tammy My Shadow because she was my mom's shadow and, again, a purebred. So you have to give them full ridiculous names for their pedigree for whatever reasons. Um, so she was a lot smaller. When she weighed about 10 pounds, whereas Peaches might have been about 50 or 60 pounds. So it was a big difference between the two of them. Um, and Tammy used to just... She really loved Peaches. They got along well. She used to actually sit there and lick... Peach's mouth as Peaches would sit there with her mouth open and Tammy would stick her head in Peach's mouth and lick her teeth clean because they were ridiculous like that. And of course I dressed Tammy up too. Um, used to dress up in my cabbage patch clothes because as a kid you dress up your dogs and you torture them and that's what you do to them. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go into the story of how each of these pets died on this podcast because that seems awful to me and I don't want it to be sad. I want it to be happy. Um, so with Tammy, we used to go um, visiting to Duluth, Minnesota a lot. It's about a three-hour drive from where I live. And when we go, the one hotel we stayed in, the Best Western, let us bring pets. So we'd always bring Tammy with us. And it was funny because most of the years we'd be staying upstairs on the second floor. And the one year we went, we stayed on the first floor. And she actually remembered where we used to be staying. So she'd actually run up and try and go and sleep on or go to the room on the second floor that we used to go to. Um, she actually remembered going, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um the next pet that I had was my first ever cat. 
Um, his name was Socks, but it was spelled S-O-K-Z. <laughs> and his full name, even though he wasn't a purebred, is because I decided to call him different things all the time. So his full name was Mr. Socks Cosmo Joe Bean. And that was because Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, I actually went to the mall with my friend. Um, I think I was probably maybe about 14, 15 at the time, something like that. And there was like a little pet store in the mall and they had, they had some cats and he was the last one there. And I wanted him so bad and he was like $10 or something and I think I only had like $8. So the lady who worked at the store paid the extra $2 for me to take him home. And I didn't know I was going to do the cat because I was staying at my, well, I was hanging out at my friend's house that day. So I'm like, well, we snuck him back to her house. I'm playing with the outside. I'm like, how am I going to get this cat home? So I snuck him home, snuck him into my house, tried to hide him in my closet. And I was just like trying to figure out what to feed him because I only had like a little bit of food and I don't even think I had a litter box for him. I don't even remember. And I was going back and forth to the kitchen trying to get stuff to eat. And my mom finally figured out, came in and found him because he started crying. So we went, you know, it was like eight o'clock at night. We went to the grocery store to get him a litter box and some proper food just so he had something for that night. And I remember, oh, we got him like a pet carrier. We put him in our dog's pet carrier because we still had Tammy at the time. And I remember that first night with him was just so heartbreaking because he just stayed in the pet carrier and screamed the whole night because he was probably scared and lonely and wanted to be with someone. And so after then, we stopped putting him in the pet carrier at night and kind of just let him out my room at first and then let him, you know, out to do his thing or whatever and explore around the house. Um, and he loved harassing the dog. <laughs> he'd chase her around and knock her food off the plate when she was trying to eat it, which was always funny because he'd bat her food off and kind of chase it around the kitchen. Um, I remember sleeping and he'd come in the middle of the night or in the morning if he wanted me to get up and like just bought me in the face with his paw <laughs> gently to try and wake me up. Um, he loved smelling the cedar bushes outside and he'd always get like this crazed look on his face and start howling. I guess the smell was almost like catnip for him but it would just kind of make him all aggressive and wound up and it was just pretty hilarious. Um, he also did this thing where he'd like sing to the walls. So basically he'd stand in the hallway and look at the walls and make these weird cooing noises and we caught it singing to the walls and he just kind of run away like a spaz that he was. <laughs> he was a very interesting cat. Um, I used him to eat flies. The flies would actually scare Tammy and socks liked eating them so I kind of like pick him up and use him as a fly eater and carry him around to try and catch the flies and yeah so that was my first cat, socks. Um, then when my husband got his first apartment I decided that he needed a cat so I went and bought him a cat one day. I went to the animal services and got him a cat. Um, he named the cat Storm and he was just kind of surprised he came home to a cat but he loved her and fell in love with her. Um, and when she was about three months old she ended up breaking her leg and we think that she fell off the window in his apartment because she used to sleep on the windowsill and right underneath it was the hot water heater like uh hot we like the register against the wall or whatever radiator so we figured that she probably slipped on that and kind of broke her like that way so we brought her to the vet um she had a cast put on it was a full leg cast and it took her about a day to learn how to walk on it and then another day to learn how to run which was hilarious because you'd see this cat just thumping up and down the hallway in her apartment and running all over and I'm sure the neighbors just hated it um and she pretty much used it as a weapon she'd climb up on you and like roll over and smack you with the cast on her leg it took her no time at all to adapt to it but the funny thing was that it stunted her growth so she grew out and not up so basically she's the fat Maine Coon cat and she has little stumpy legs <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious how she is um she uses this thing we call liquid form where you go to pick her up and she just kind of like 
turns to ooze and jelly and so you can't pick her up because she's just a spaz that way. <laughs> um, she used to love hiding in our closet. We had a dresser in the closet for clothes and you'd be looking all over for the cat and you go and find her she's hiding in the dresser drawer. Um, she still kind of does that now. I still have her and she just kind of finds weird places to hide in the clothes. She'll go in closets, open up drawers and just find weird places, you know, in the laundry or whatever. It's where she wants to hide. <laughs> um, she's actually 17 this year. So that's kind of old for a cat, but she's still in pretty good health and she's probably on this cat's going to live to be 25, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> um, the next cat that I had, um, that we got was Kurt and his is a bit different. His was actually, I found him, um, I was going to pick my husband up from work one day and stopped at the corner store to get some drinks for after work, uh, pop. <laughs> and there was this cat sitting beside the dumpster, not in the dumpster, but sitting beside it. And I went and picked him up and he was like, I don't know, I think like three or four weeks old, the vet figured afterwards, but very little. Um, and he actually still smelled like perfume, like someone had just been there and dropped him off. So I went this door and asked around and there was no one in there and it wasn't their cat. And... <clears throat> And there was no real way for him to sort of get there you know, from anywhere because he couldn't have just wandered in where the store was. There was no real houses nearby. So I picked him up and brought him to pick my husband up from work. And he's like, oh, you need to put up flyers because he didn't want another cat. And, you know, I'll try and find him. But basically with me is, you know, once I picked him up, he was going to be mine kind of thing. I knew right away that he was going to be my cat. He was this little white cat. And we named him Kurt. And that came from... In the apartment when he's running around he'd sort of teleport or you'd look at him and then he you look back and he'd be on the other side of the apartment so we named him Kurt after Nightcrawler from X-Men <laughs> um, because he just sort of teleported around right away he grew he grew to love Storm she hated him she tried to fight him off the bat but he loved her he'd always wake up from sleeping and go looking for her and he'd start licking her and then she'd hold him down and start licking his face and they'd have lick fights and sort of get into weirdness about it <laughs> And he'd always go and try and shove his way in wherever she was sleeping. He'd come up to her and kind of just be like, you know, I'm going to lay here now and shove his way in. Um, he was a giant jerk. He used to get up in the morning and scream at me to get out of bed. And I thought it was because he wanted food or water, but he had everything. And then I'd go back and he'd be laying in my spot. So basically, he just wanted me out of bed, <laughs> which is very strange. Um, and that's just how he was. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he was just a major jerk. But he was my cat, <laughs> you know, he was definitely my cat. He ended up getting huge. Um, he was super fat and built like a little dog. Like he was probably about the size of how Tammy, my toy poodle was. He's probably 12 to 15 pounds, but just solid. Like cats are supposed to be floppy and he was not at all. You'd pick him up and it was just solid chunkness of him. I actually called him <clears throat> Carpet Walrus because he lay there on the carpet all stretched out and you'd see his little tiny legs and his big belly and he was just sort of a carpet walrus. <laughs> when we moved to our new house with floors, we named him the uh, floor seal. <laughs> and our friend used to call him Puddle of Cat because he just lay there and kind of oozed out. He was a giant fat cat. Um, he was just a jerk in general. One of those ones where, you know, you go to step over him and he'd kind of move to where your foot was going to land. And He used to complain if you stayed up too late. Um, I remember he was actually on the couch and if you were up too late, you sort of start sighing and making noises and kind of like wanted you to go to bed. And then in the morning, like I said, he kicked me out of bed because he wanted to lay in my spot. So he's just kind of a jerk in general. But, you know, one of those things where he was my jerk. Um, it was very weird sitting in a parking lot recording 
this podcast. I'm saying there's people like I kind of parked from away from other vehicles, but people still keep parking by me, and I'm pretty sure they think I'm the strange person sitting here recording on my phone and watching them get their groceries. And as I see, there's like I just saw a frozen yogurt place that just opened up called Flavors, which I might have to go and check out, even though it's winter and it's minus five Celsius right now, which is pretty cold. Um, I mean, it's warm for Canada, but it's still cold and there's something weird about eating frozen yogurt and ice cream in winter, I find. Um, <laughs> and back to the pets at hand. Um, so that brings us to my current pet now, which is a dog again. Um, we got this dog, Dexter. I went to the main site to pick him up and he was nine months. And we went to actually pick him out and they were telling us a sad story about how he'd already been brought back once by the original people and then brought back a second time by these other people because they thought he was too excited and too, like, full of too much energy for them. And so while we were actually looking at him, he went up to sniff another dog in the cage next to him, and that dog peed on him through the bars. And we are just like, oh, this hard luck story of a dog, you know, he kind of has to be ours. Um, he already had the name Dexter, which we were totally fine with, and we thought he knew his name at nine months, so we decided to keep it, but he didn't, doesn't know his name still, and he's three years old now. Um... The other thing with him, he's one of those dogs that almost dies every year. Within a couple of months of getting him, he had a, some kind of stomach bug or ate something, and he was just sort of making a giant mess all over the whole house, and it was during a snowstorm. So we couldn't bring him to the vet because the vet had gone home, so we had to wait till the next day, and it was just a giant nightmare. And, you know, it's not the first time he's almost died from something. Every year he almost eats something somewhere and almost dies and gets super sick and then he ends up breaking one of his dew claws and then that's like a whole big ordeal and everything's a big ordeal for him in the end of the world he's the most emotional dog and super stressed out and full of anxiety and I don't know if that's what happened to him in this first nine months of life before we got him or if that's just you know the personality that he is but he's so clingy and emotional um he thinks he's a small dog he tries to like jam his way in a little ball on your lap, he started to sleep between our pillows on our bed, like, thank God we have a king-size bed. <laughs> but he tries to jam his own. Oh, he's, he's a Belgian Shepherd, so he's about 50 pounds. He's smaller than a German Shepherd, but he's still, I mean, it's a big size. 50-pound dog's a 50-pound dog, right? And so he still thinks he's small and jams his way in, and he's just a big baby. <laughs> um, I call him Doug. I don't know why. I just started calling him Doug. I think it evolved from dog, so... It just turned into Doug for whatever reason. But it's just something that I ended up doing and I think it's funny and hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, like for that's kind of all my pets that I've gone through. This is just going to be another short pod because it's kind of hard to do by myself, I find, pods. Um, that's just how it is, I guess. I mean, it's hard to sit here and talk for that long by myself. So it's going to be another one. Hopefully it's not too, too short. Um, and I'm going to put up pictures with the show notes of this one of all the pets um, of some funny photos of them all and just kind of go through them and so you people can see them and, you know, maybe share feedback on your pets, even though I never get feedback on any of my shows. <laughs> but, you know, you never know. It might be the one time that someone decides to give me feedback. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So what else can I do? Observations as I'm sitting here in the parking lot watching old people fill up their groceries at lunchtime on a Wednesday when I'm recording this. Um, I'm trying to get back on my, my schedule, like I said, a podcast. I've already got, you know, a couple done. I'm trying to get some more done. Um, Want to really get to bi-weekly so I can get back on schedule and maybe join a podcast network 
to sort of network and share with other people. Um, as of this recording, though, I am going to have a page on my site, if it's not already up, depending on when I post this, <laughs> um, of friends of my podcast, just other podcasters that I'm friends with and kind of help promote them just to kind of share the love and spread it around. Hopefully this isn't too short. Um, but you know what, if it is, that's life, right? So follow me on Twitter, Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. Logiegloss.com. Follow me on the internet and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Little Geek Lost. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me online at littlegeeklost.com. I am also on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play, and a proud member of the Potter and Family Network. So if you search hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter, check out all those other great shows, and you'll find mine in there as well. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're into the video kind of thing, you can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash littlegeeklost. And as well, if you want to pick up a t-shirt or some kind of Little Geek Lost swag, you can find my stuff over at redbubble.com and just search Little Geek Lost, all one word.